With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, we're live. Hey. <laughs> we're assuming that, you know, everything's a little slow on Google today, so we apologize for that. Um, really, really rainy, yucky day here in the Northeast. Um, yes. Dreary. <clears throat> dreary. It is very dreary. Friend of mine. Dreary the point that they... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. A friend of mine in Colorado had 12 inches of fresh powder snow as they're skiing today. So, hey, wow. that's not bad. But yeah, here, it's horrible. Tornadoes in the southeast. Are, the opening day for the AAA team in Buffalo was canceled for today and tomorrow. Ah. And it was moved to Saturday. And now the forecast for Saturday supposedly is some of that 12 inches of powder. There's oh. snow, a, snow, a snow forecast on Saturday. So, really? yeah. The joys of Buffalo. Wow. Hope that's hope that's wrong, folks. Hope that's wrong. So I do have a quick pre-show thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, I noticed yesterday that Amazon.com won the rights to the I want to say failed Thursday night football format for the NFL. And so while Mike drops his head in disgust, as will a lot of NFL fans, because now if you don't sign up for Amazon Prime, there's ten games you won't be seeing this year. And ten crap games. They're ten. No, but there's still ten games. Like, if your team is on, you're still going to watch it, even if it's not a good game. My problem was I couldn't watch all of them because the games were bad. If my team was on, I would watch. Now, if my team is on, because Amazon's paid fifty million for this, I've got to buy Amazon Prime, or I don't get it. The Twitter game at least was free. This yeah. is now behind a paywall. So here's the thing. This is what it reminds me of, and it goes back to the hockey days. When I was living in, in um, near Richmond, Virginia, in a place called Midlothian, Sports Channel America had the rights to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I didn't see one minute of the Stanley Cup for a couple of years because I wasn't able to get it. It just wasn't possible. And now it's not that Amazon's not possible. Everybody can get it, but I guess the debate is, who is going to sign up for Amazon Prime just to watch Thursday Night Football? That's the question. That's why I'll forever forever be indebted to the CBC for Hockey Day in Canada because I would have been in the same boat that you are. And I'm pretty sure, Russ, that they went from USA Network to yeah. Sports Channel America. And at, when that happened, I was completely and totally dependent on the CBC for Stanley Cup coverage and they covered both the conference finals and the stanley cup yeah, it was awful i call that the dark days of, of hockey coverage when sports channel america covered it because it was it was just awful and now see the nfl here's the funny thing now the way the article played it was this was contentious as far as the bidding war but it couldn't have been that contentious because if a network wants to win 50 million dollars is a paltry sum to win the rights for a sports for the biggest sports you know, universe, the biggest sports franchise in the universe for a night of the week. Well, wasn't it, wasn't, wasn't yeah, the, uh, but here's a, here's a point counterpoint. Ready? Yeah. Amazon prime is awesome. I know that this is not right. Um, and I agree with you that, they, and I think Amazon is such a good company that I wouldn't be shocked if they, um, 
if they fix if they do do something else if they change that's not the well, they said it's behind well, the paywall um, well, right? well, but i think that i'm telling you this company is phenomenal and they are a good company look we all order from amazon yeah, but I mean, are you? I'm, I mean, it, I'm not a Prime member. I haven't found enough use for it, to be honest. Well, we're, we're, the fact that they have the net, the Netflix thing they have alone and the series they have alone are, are worth it. I mean, it's basically it's getting Netflix for free. So it's a bunch of there's a really great stuff that they have. So well, well weren't weren't the weren't the the NFL games on Thursday night also on CBS? Because I remember watching Thursday games. On they CBS. were on Twitter and CBS. Now what they're going to do is they will have the CBS and NBC feeds going straight to Amazon. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. The Thursday night lineup usually is the worst games. And if there are Buffalo Bills games on Thursday night, that just makes them doubly worse. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's a weird thing. And I am just surprised that if this was, and again, this tells you how dead Thursday night football was if they could only sell it for 50 million bucks to an internet company. Because if it was that valuable, one of the bigger networks would have bought it. That's the that's that's how I will definitely. It's interesting move by Amazon from like a net. It is. It's but a good move for Amazon because that's. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure it is because, you know, Amazon, Amazon for being such a great company um, also has been in the news lately for not being great profit wise. Like they've they've really they've shown a lot of issues. Um, okay. They're under. I mean, they're so into undercutting. Um, there's a huge war going on between. Um, this is a great you know great story if you ever ever have any time. Look up Walmart versus Amazon. There's an incredible. Right. Thing going on there between the two companies and how you know there's 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 you know there's price fixing going on there's all different all right you want to know why walmart's making more money than amazon because they don't pay their employees any money walmart works well, for paying their employees amazon is one of the best that's why yeah they are they are but they also have made i mean they really don't show profits very well amazon's goal is to conquer the world and then they will show profits i mean yeah, about that. They are, and that's you know, that's a tough way for for that's a tough thing for Walmart to compete against. Um, but here's here's what I think you're missing, Onek. Now that they have the NFL Thursday night game, they now get advertised on every NFL game as a partner. They'll get shown at the NFL draft. They'll get shown on NFL.com. They'll get everything that's associated will get shown. So I think that's a it's a big and, marketing. And they'll advertise Amazon Prime as a product, which yes. is a for them. And and Amazon Prime, like I've said before, is just is just crazy. I mean, if if you, if you do want to save money, Amazon Prime is the way to go. I mean, it's just it. Bottom line is, I mean, we get stuff shipped in two days. I just can't believe that the week will arrive free here. You know, like if I need, you know, oh, you know, I'm gonna go. We need to go buy twenty rolls of toilet paper. You know, maybe we had too much, you know, Mexican yeah. food or whatever. Twenty <laughs> rolls of toilet paper. So we're out there, and um, you know, and if, if I'm gonna go to the market and do that. It's going to cost me more than if I just touch my computer and have somebody yeah. bring this thing to me in two days for free and drop it on my door. And I still like going shopping for something. Yeah, I see that, I mean, this this is the thing. It's like I mean, and, and this is be, this is becoming a, a thing a thing for me. You know, um, I'm not a Neanderthal. I like or I, I will order things online. I don't mind that, but I do hate the fatter the fact that bricks and mortar buildings and businesses are disappearing because like if I want to go out to oh yeah, buy, no, I agree with you. If I want to go out and buy a TV. It's Best Buy or Target or you're screwed. And then, and you know, event, event. the Borders Bookstore, you know, and Borders Bookstore was taken down by Amazon as well. So I am not, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and then that's, oh, we have some breaking news here, actually. Let's, breaking news. Let's start the show. Um, um, no, no, the hockey world. I don't even worry about that anymore, right? All right. Um, get more and more professional all the time. Hello, hockey world. 
It is Thursday, April 6th, 2017. I'm Michael Agello. I'm Russ Cohen from Sportsology. And I'm Eklund. You're watching Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. This is the podcast that comes to you every Monday through Friday at this time to fill you in on the comings and goings in the hockey world. And we have some breaking news. Mike, take it over, Mike. Wow, that's not oh. oh, That was awful. We got to get, get that tuned, Mike. The <laughs> has announced okay, that Brad Marchand. Yeah, there, we didn't hear any of that. Continue again. Go again. Do it again. You're breaking up. Take and two. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Now. Go ahead. The NHL Department of Player Safety has announced that Bruins. This is stop. Stop, Mike. Log out. Log back in. This is breaking up. Breaking news. All right, I want to say Mike is breaking up. Troy's trying to say breaking news. Russ, why don't you give it a shot? Russ. All right, well, I got to find how many games it is. I <laughs> went up to get a glass of water. Hold what on. What we know is this. We know Marshawn has been suspended. Um, we that, we that, do. We're waiting on the suspension. <laughs> Mike uh, had it. I didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah I, was doing, I was getting ready for the show. <laughs> I was all ready to show you guys something else that I thought was pretty Hold simple. on. I got to find it now. Mike will be back in a second as we patiently wait. Um uh, okay, let's, uh, you know. Well, uh, I, you know what? I didn't even get an, a notice from the NHL app yet, which will probably be tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, suspended two games. Two games. There we go. Two games, kids. That just gets him out of the last two games of the season. But here's the thing. All right. This is, again, the inequity of the NHL Department of Safety or whatever they call it, Department of Suspension. I don't even know what they call it anymore. But here's the thing. The this man. is his fifth suspension. Right, two games. How is it still only two games for this guy? It just feels too convenient with the playoffs starting to end. Yes, get that to me. That's this. Should, this should be a one game into the playoffs type thing. That would just throw you something. Throw you, you know. I, I just think that I don't know. It's it. I agree with you completely. This is crazy. Um, I, I know people are going to go go nuts on this. I'm going to I'm going to put it up on the on hockey buzzer after this, and we'll get a thousand people talking about it because it's just it is one of those things. Like, how can this not be at least one game into the playoffs? Correct, because it's his fifth suspension, and what we've been led to believe by the way everything runs is if you have a prior history, then that plays into the suspension. Well, clearly it didn't. No, clearly it didn't. Mike, oh. uh, Marshawn was suspended for two games. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah, uh, it's no longer breaking news now. <laughs> no, no, um, and uh, we've already decided that – But since, here's the thing, Mike. This is what I'm suspended for another thing he did between then and now. Um, this is his fifth suspension, Mike. And the Department of Player Safety or Player Suspension or whatever you want to call it, they're supposed to take into account priors. Now, how could it priors be taken into account where this is only a two-game? It's too convenient. Well, this wasn't that bad of a terrible thing, Russ. That's the problem. It wasn't me, that bad of a terrible thing. Like if it was <laughs> – sorry, just take it and say it with a straight face. Continue. Sorry. No, I, and I don't know the list of suspensions, but I do believe that his last suspension was more than 18 months ago. And if it is, then everything else is expunged. So if that's the case, then this is a, a do-over. Yeah, he okay, was, so, so then yeah. this is the league's fault for not picking up on the least the two or three slew foots he's done this year. Yeah, exactly. and they exactly. were being, you know, more lenient than the friggin' IRS, you know? Like, I mean, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> 18 yeah. months. I mean, honestly, 18 months, but if you've had seven previously to this, you know, 18 months doesn't seem like long enough to not to be away from a suspension, in my opinion. Well, I mean, for every suspension you have, you should have to have another six months. You got Actually, I just I just got a text. Matt, 
if you ever lost, you know, I know someone who lost their driver's license one time. If you lose your, lose your driver's license, you do something wrong. It's not like you're, you get, you get compounded on. Like, you know, even if you, if, yeah. I got a, I got a text uh, based on the 18 month rule. Matt Cook wants to play hockey again. Yeah, Matt Cook's welcome back. And he can do whatever he wants to, to any player he wants to and get suspended for two games when he gets back. Cause that's just. Yeah, Rafi Torres is interested as well. He can get that one good shot in Eck and he'll only get two games. All right. Well, those are the rules, I guess. Them's the rules. Now, now this is this is a this is sort of a counterbalance uh, because um, Guy Boucher, Boucher, the uh, Ottawa coach, announced at the after the morning skate that Eric tonight. So, I to me, I think Carlson is a bigger loss with their defensive situation right now than Marchand is for for the Bruins. At least they have oh, yeah. a Pasternak who can score. And the Bruins are in the playoffs, by the way. That's the other thing about you know, like like that's like that's the bigger thing. And you have to you're going to have to log out again, Mike. Sorry, I think there's something up with you. Maybe like restart your modem, um, I, fire your fire your yeah, or something like that. Just um, okay. Russ and I will hold down the ship for a second. We will. I'll tell you what we we can talk about. You you said you had something else to show. That's show that first. All right, so um, this is you know before we get into the rules, and I want to get into the rules of the Leafs, Maple, the Leafs Lightning thing we talked about yesterday. I found out the tiebreaker. I found out what would happen. Okay, okay so we we'll get to that in a second. So that's a little teaser. Um, but in the meantime, um, and I do want to mention um, what's going on with Sabres, Kyle Eposto. I think that's really important to talk about right now. Um, no one really knows what's going on with it exactly, um, but um, he is hospitalized. There, there have been all kinds of different. You know, it's possibly that you know this could be some sort of you know meningitis this could be you know some kind of stroke or something like that. I don't want to go to anything like you know exactly I'm gonna meet you for a second I want to go to anything exactly where you have um where we since we don't know anything all we do know is that this is serious very serious that Sabres are treating it very seriously um and also uh you know just this is such a great guy um one of the nicer people you'll meet in hockey um Great family too, like great. I've met his wife and his his young kid. I mean, it's just really. I'm just hoping that he's okay. Like hockey just goes way into the background when something like this happens. Um, for whatever it is, this seems incredibly serious. The NHL's really hush hush about it too. So let's hope it's nothing, um, you know, at all. But we'll see what happens here. So, um, Reggie, well, I mean, look, I mean, it can't be nothing. He he he's in intensive care. Like we, yeah, he's in intensive care. Let's just hope that. So we just hope that he recovers. There's clearly something. That his life isn't in danger or anything like that. And that's what we got to hope for at this point. Um, so you know, that's the uh, we and let's get into a couple little things real quickly. And, and our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to him for sure. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. There's no doubt. Yeah, it's an interesting stat. I'm gonna throw this stat out to try to change the best we can change the subject. Um, the difference between the Montreal Canadiens, okay, with and without with Tarion to um, you know, to the current coach. Sorry, it's their throne. I'm sorry. From Tarion to Julian. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm not going to call him something else today. So Tarion to Julian is this. Um, and this was this was a fascinating stat that I found. Under Tarion, they were the second most penalized team in the NHL. Under Julian, they, since since Julian's taken over, they've been the least. Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal. I mean, that's, you know. That's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of penalties you're not killing. That's a lot of penalties you're not killing. They... The power play is better. I'm pretty sure it's better. Yeah. They have much better possession numbers because Claude Julian's a possession coach. Yeah. 
Like this is a big deal. I mean, this is a discipline thing, you know, like it's a discipline. Yeah. It, it really is a coaching thing. Like that, that's something, you know, you don't see often, you can, you can often say, well, you know, a new coach comes in, what did you really do? Well, you know, sometimes players just get a new start. This really is a coach. This is a definite thing that he must've focused on, you know, to get it, to, to go from being the second most penalized team to the least. You he must focused hard on this. People have really taken their eye off the Canadians, Zach, as far as being a dark horse to come out of the yeah. They have really, like, people have well, ignored the Canadians. Canadians. They're talking about Columbus. They're talking about Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about everybody but the Canadians, and they've really improved. And it yeah. wouldn't shock me if I see the Canadians in the conference finals. Well, okay, first of all, can you hear me? Yes. Now you sound better. Okay, good. Um, the, the reason that people are overlooking the Canadians is because the Canadians did not improve. The Canadians improved in the sense of we just wait, wait, wait. But talk about one thing that you should know before you come off because you you don't want to want you to sound ridiculous. Yes. Here's something that no, just kidding. <laughs> but no, here's something. There's a stat that I threw out was this. Yeah. Under under Michelle Terrian, they were the second most penalized team in the NHL. Right. Since Claude Julien has taken over, they have been the least penalized team in the NHL. So we're talking about that. That is a that's a major uptick. You know, um, and and something that Julian, you know, uh, something you can say a coach really had a say in, because that's obviously a decision made by the coach to say we're not going to take penalties, um, and, 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 and we're going to play a different way. And sh and shocking because he's got a bunch of uh, lunatics. Like, right, and like, it's true. They traded for a bunch of really hard edged players. Right, and, and but the, but the thing is that when it gets to the playoffs, those hard edged players are you know, and, and other most of them are veterans, guys like Shaw and Ott who have been in playoffs. Shaw's been good in the playoffs. Ott's but, been good in the playoffs. But my point is, is that they they play on the edge and they will take penalties in the playoffs. It's a question of who they match up against. Now, I, you know, I think, and I'm, I'm sure everybody, including Sean Thornton, shed a tear yesterday when the news came out that Alexi Emelin got hurt uh, in in the game. And you know, I mean, if I mean, their defense right now, Weber may play tonight or may play the next game that they're playing. But Weber is is dinged up. Emelin, I don't know how the severity of the injury, but. The more injuries that they have, the more the weight that's put on Carey Price. And, and to, Russ, to the point that I was making with Russ, yes, they improved their depth. Yes, they improved. They added Ott. They added uh, Dwight King. They, 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 you know, they added J Jordy Ben. They didn't add any scoring. And then when it gets into the playoffs, I think that's going to be the determining factor. You cannot depend on Paul Byron to, to, be, to, to carry your offense. He's a good player, but, you know, it's going to have to be Galchenyuk, Pacioretty, Plakonets, and a couple other guys. And if they don't score, they're not winning. So that's you what know, I, I have. I have tape. I'm going to play it now from, I think it's 1985, where Mike Ogello said you can't count on Butch Goring to, to carry you in the playoffs. Can we roll that tape, please? Yeah, I know. There you go, right? Yeah, you know, smokes. Um, I know. It's anything is possible. I mean, Paul I just, Byron is just the kind of player that you probably don't expect that will do well in the playoffs. Right. That's the funny thing. And, he, he, you know, and, and he's been so good and, and so oh. solid that just for what he's picked up. I mean, you know, granted, you know, is he playing above his head? Yeah, but I don't think that's going to stop. I mean, the Canadians no. are also fortunate to be really – I mean, with the exception of the first game they have to play against the Rangers, which is going to be very hard, their second-round matchup shouldn't be anything to write home about. And, you know, no matter what, that, as far as they're concerned, I mean, they're, they could look at probably – I mean, you're looking at probably Toronto or Boston, you know, and that's that's how I see it at least coming out. And I think that that's going to be, you know, something they'll, – they'll, they'll both be – I mean, you know, you can't go wrong if you're a fan. Montreal, Toronto, Montreal, Boston. But at the same time, it, it – that could put them into this conference finals very easily. I mean, you're right. It's just like there's no there's no reason that they're not going to make it. Carey Price is still the best goalie in that division. Yep. 
Um, yeah. And that's and they have that, and they have a they have a coach who has been very good in the playoffs. Julian has taken some very bad Boston Bruin, not bad, but average Boston Bruin teams a lot further than he should have in a lot of playoff series. I mean, Montreal has flown under the radar because the race in the Atlantic right now, two, three, and four, and the wild, and the two, three, and the wild card has dominated everything right now, and will continue to do so. I mean, Montreal played in Buffalo last night, and other than the Emelin injury, the, the game was completely meaningless. So, yeah, yeah they, they they know who they're playing in the first round. And as, as Russ has said many a time, you know, Lundqvist traditionally does not play well against the Canadians. So the Canadians will have an advantage in the first round. I still think that the, the Rangers can beat them. But even if they, they – can even, beat them. Of course they can. But but even if they do – They're in good shape. This is – the Canadians are in better shape right now than they have been in a couple of seasons. But I, I, you know, honestly, if it gets to if it gets to the point where Montreal plays either Columbus, Washington, or Pittsburgh in the conference final, I think they'll be a dramatic underdog to any one of those three teams. They would be, but they still have the goalie. They still, you know, here here's the funny thing: Shea Weber out in Nashville never really got his due when they would play in the playoffs. They never, never had long playoff runs, so Weber he got hurt in the playoffs too. Huh? Weber got hurt twice in the playoffs. You remember, like twice. Yeah. Yeah, that cost him. And and so they never he never had a really a chance to be a dominant guy like a Chris Pronger in the playoffs. And I think even Ranger fans are forgetting as good as PK Subban is, Weber's a different player. And besides killing you with offense, he'll elbow you in the face. Right. And and that's something where this is a different dynamic now for the Canadians. It's a completely different dynamic for this team. He's a mean cuss. Is, is yeah. what and but the thing is, and the and the, the what the Rangers are going to have to do is the Rangers are are going to have to. I mean, I think the the key for the Rangers in that series, and not not to get into previews here because we'll do that not, early next week. But the key for the Rangers is physical pushback. It, it, against they're going to be forced to put Tanner Glass in the lineup, which is a detriment mostly, but it will enforce it in Lane Vigneault's mind that he's going to have to do it yep. for just that reason. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, now. Moving on to the next story here. Well, can, um, I, can, I, can, I, can I just touch on something? Uh, because I mean, you may have touched on it during my absence, but let me just quickly uh, mention. Okay, so we got we have we have Toronto and Tampa Bay tonight, Ottawa, Boston, and as I said, Marchand is out for Boston. Carlson is out for Ottawa. I mean, this now is is a pitched battle to avoid the Washington Capitals. Yeah, no, we got, I have a whole thing on that, so we'll get to that. Um, okay, okay. That's, that's, I agree with you. That's a bit, that is the fascinating story of the day. Um, the not so fascinating story today is that we talked about Vladimir Sobotka yesterday, um, you know, and, and signing with the St. Louis Blues. Here he is. I'm sorry. That's not Sobotka. That's Saduko. Here's Sobotka. Sorry. Um, there's Sobotka. Um, Vladimir Sobotka. with um, uh, is apparently going to be signing with, with the um, with the St. Louis Blues, and returning. But I don't. I still don't think he can play in the playoffs, right? I mean, I don't think so, no. so you know, this is he's he's signing for next year. I think that's right. what this is. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too. So that's going to be yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's a good pickup, but it's nothing great. Um, but as as time goes on, you know, he's a good player, obviously. Yeah, no, he's, he's the depth of the Blues. Yeah, he's a second, third line guy. I mean, I you know he can. I mean, they've wanted him back since he left for the KHL. So I mean, and, and like I said, he vacated his contract yesterday. So you know, they, they you know, it, it made sense that as soon as he did that, he was coming back. So, but it, 
and one thing sort of tied to that because it's KHL and it's uh, and it's a player coming back or a player potentially staying. One of the things I mentioned a couple of days ago regarding the the Olympic situation was the you know people in the Russian Ice Hockey Federation um, making overtures that they were going to try to you know bring Russian players back off right. uh, so they could play in the Olympics. Well, Nikita Zaitsev, who the who the Leafs are apparently on the verge of signing a long-term extension with, he mentioned uh, to Sportsnet's Chris Johnston this morning that the Olympics will not have an effect on him signing an extension with Toronto, which for a lot of Leaf fans is a, is a, a sigh of relief. You know, there's a sigh of relief there because their defense is bad enough as it is without Zaitsev. It would be pretty bad. Really isn't not. It's funny how two days later now the protest isn't that great. That's what I'm about to say, Russ. It's really not a story. I mean, it is a story, but I mean, who, who thought that Zaitsev who grew up in Russia. Right. And is about to sign the biggest contract of his friggin' life is going to say anything but that, or or go or going to not, you know, not do anything to piss off the Leafs right now because he's well, in a golden spot. And of course, you know, playing Olympics would be fantastic. But come on, millions and millions of dollars are at stake. Well, this this is the funny thing. You know, if you're talking about Russian players, the one A is Ovechkin and the one B is Malkin. Malkin's statement today regarding the Olympics was. I really want to go, and I really hope the NHL straightens this thing out. But he's not saying I'm threatening to leave like Ovechkin. No, he's not going to. The Russians are actually like still hanging on to hope. Like Ovechkin saying the same kind of thing the other day. You know that you know this isn't done yet or whatever. He's kind of implying that it's not done. I guess I don't know. I think this isn't this isn't done. Like we're going to find out the uh, Nicole Brown killer. Um, oh. Here's the thing that I, th yeah, you know, that's a great miniseries, by the way. Um, here's a, here's a great, here's a, uh, here's what's interesting to me on this thing. I talked to a couple of people yesterday because I got a lot of actually players who were interested in what we were talking about yesterday, and I, I, I got, I talked to some people, and they said this is the two things we're looking at. We're one, yeah, but we fact do say players don't want to play in this. A lot, of, a lot, of, I mean, a lot of players don't care, and that's absolutely the case. But the problem is this, and I thought I didn't even think about this. I talked to a player who's like a third line guy and another guy who's like a medium working his way up to being a star. And they both sort of said the same thing. They said, you know, the stars are the ones who care about this. Of course they want to go. Um, but the problem is the stars are also the ones who have more control during the CBA negotiations. Right. And I, I, and I, and that's something I didn't really take that into account when I was thinking about it. Um, because the fact is he said they come off, you know, they're coming off as babies to some of us right now. One of them said like, they're coming off as like, you know, we're not going to the Olympics, you know, you get to go to the Olympics. But then, then when the, when the negotiations come up again, you know, it's the agents of the big stars that are driving it. And it's, right. and, and it's the third and fourth liners that get, that get hosed eventually. And they know that. Um, and that, so this is sort of the issue right now is more along the lines of that. You know, when we talk about the vote and all that stuff. And that's why we laughed at the other day because Pepperson yeah. was urging all of his, all of his uh, mem you know, members, all of his clients to to basically tell everybody how much they want to go. And Jonathan Tape said, I get it. And that's not what Pat Brisson wanted him to do. Right, right. right. And Brisson, you know, who represents some really big superstars and also also his agency represents a lot of non-superstars. Um, I'm sure there's non-superstars. Like, what the heck? You know, I'm not going to say that. I mean, that, that's really – you really got to – really is nobody – I mean, with – there's only a few people I think that have any power in this, like as far as NHL players. Crosby, if he said something, that would matter. Um, but Crosby's not going to say anything. McDavid might matter if he said something. Um, I mean, yesterday, Larkin came out and said something. You know, like Dylan Larkin came out and said, I'm disappointed in my first chance to play. You know? I mean, McDavid already came out and said something, and it was sort of like, 
I mean, it was mealy mouth to sort of, sort of, so you know, it was just not. It was not, there was no, uh, you know, there was no great res revolu re you know, resolution or a great uh, yeah. revelation. Excuse me, I'm losing my mind because the Google is really driving me crazy right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, and uh, and and Bri one of Brisson's clients is Austin Matthews, and Austin Matthews was essentially, I'm concerned about the game versus Washington. I'm not concerned about the Olympics right now. So, I mean, put things in perspective. And and I think as we get further away, and this was the tactic of the NHL. The NHL was, let's get this announcement out now because the focus of everybody next Wednesday is going to be the playoffs and nobody's going to be talking about the Olympics. And that's the truth. No, that's the truth. That is the truth. Um, I don't know. Our friends at Cap Friendly said something really interesting, Mikey. I thought you'd find this interesting. Then we're going to get on to the playoff matchups. Um, you know Paul Carey of the Washington Capitals? Washington Capitals. He's he's mainly an AHLer, you know, for the most part. But he's been he has yeah. been, you know, <laughs> to keep up with the cap this year. The cap, the Capitals have forced been forced to send him down. They've executed fourteen unreported paper transactions on Paul Carey in the last thirteen days. That's like literally something. Now the thing that's interesting about this, you know, the Flyers used to do this too, and I mean, mm -hmm. lots of team, every team does this. Put it that way. The Flyers used to have the fast the fascinating aspect that the that they, had, they were in a twin rink, twin rink for practices, and they had the Phantoms practicing on one rink and the Flyers practicing on the other, and they could literally send a player to the other practice rink and save right. $10,000 in the salary cap. It was this crazy stuff that it was just like, <laughs> it's yeah. like what? That, yeah. and who's monitoring this? Like, I'm like, there's not like a guy standing, because we're in the locker rooms there in the, in, the, in the sports, in the skate zone. No one's sitting there saying that so-and-so went over to practice with the Phantoms. Everybody's just taking their word for it. So that was a crazy situation that went on. I mean, that Carrie, you know, it's heard from Hershey to Washington. It's not a, not a long trip. It's not that bad. But, you know, it's about two hours, I think. And that still, still, it's kind of, uh, this is kind of nuts. I, I This kind of stuff makes me crazy. And it makes these players a little crazy, too, I have to admit. Because the players, the Paul Carey is the one who's really getting screwed here. And people don't even think about that. But the money that you make when you're playing with the, that salary cap is obviously the salary cap for a reason. He's losing thousands of dollars every time they send him down. Um, and every yeah. time they bring him back up, he's like, he's going to be gaining a little bit. Then they send him back down, he loses that again. You can look at, you can look at it this way. Yeah. Paul Carey is a borderline NHL or who's played most of his career in the AHL. Right. Any, any, any money he's getting on the top end of the two way deal is gravy for him. So really the only thing is that's a bother for him probably is the, is the going back and forth between and most of the, time the same day. So I bet most of the time he hasn't even gone back and forth. Like he hasn't well, even traveled anywhere, you know, like, um, and chances are since he has been around for such a long time, I bet the Capitals have said to him, do you mind being the guy that we do this with? Like, this is something right. that they're like, okay, we need to make these transactions. I don't know. It's um, but these and the thing is that because we're after the deadline, these are all emergency recalls. They have to be because they only have four transactions. So it's back forth, back forth, back forth. Right. Right. Emergency recall, and they have to justify why they're emergency recalling. So somebody is they're saying somebody is hurt, so he has to be called up, and then okay, he's okay. So it, they that's that's weird. I mean, look here. here here's the reality. In all leagues, it's funny how. There will always be an injury that helps a club. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, look, they didn't have a roster spot. Wait, wait, that guy's hurt. Like, look, leagues don't look at this as closely as you think they do. That's just the reality. No, they don't. They, there's a lot of trust that goes on. There is a lot of trust. And it has to be that way. Okay, now, last but not least, we talked yesterday about the um, – I wanted to show you something else, but I'm not, I'm not going to show it to you. It's ridiculous. But there's a funny article on thekicker.com that's – Why would you tell us about it if you're not going right, to show really it? Really quick, I'm going to show you this, and then we're going to get on with this. But thekicker.com is a funny website, and they do a good job um, at parody. And this is the article today that Alexander Ovechkin is being investigated by the NHL for alleged ties to Russia. <laughs> I thought this was outstanding. We did a great article to read. 
I like it. Awesome. Um, to de definitely check that out. Um, okay, now the tie we talked about yesterday. We talked about the whole possibility of an absolute tie and what would happen if Toronto and Tampa you know, were to come into this tie. And I went to the NHL and I went back and forth and I found out that the rules we were going, the tie-breaking rules that we were going off of, okay, were, you know, they were posted by some somebody and they were posted on ESPN.com. But actually trying to find the tiebreaker rules, <laughs> I, went, I challenge you, Russ, to try, try to find them on the main oh, media. I, listen, I'm not even going there. I know. They're not, they're not in the NHL rule book. They're not in the NHL um, yearbook. So they're in the bylaws, okay? You know, the bylaws aren't posted anywhere that I could find. Um, you know, so whatever the bylaws. Anyway, I was told that another, there's another tie-breaking factor that no one was considering that, that, that actually makes it so the Leafs would win this if it came down to that. Goals and for? That is, that is goals for and against, against each other, okay? Which ah. the Leafs would hold the edge on. Um, that's not listed anywhere that I could find. Any, and that, but this is somebody very high up at the NHL who told me that that would be the case. Um, but because I said, are you guys going to have a, are you guys going to flip a coin or have a game or should I be, you know, what I should be writing about? And he said, no, 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 that it's not possible from the tie. And I'm like, well, it really is. And I went, we went back and forth and back and forth. And, um, he said that, he said, those rules are abridged rules of the actual rules and the bylaws. The actual okay. rules would say that they would actually, the beliefs would get it. So in order for the, in order for Tampa to make the playoffs, they absolutely have to beat Toronto tonight in regulation to still have a chance. Okay. That's the only way they can do it. Um, and then hope for a lot of help after that but you know that's still for them to even have a shot so that brings us to the heck you're not going to show my picture I, I was recently in russia you're not gonna you're not gonna show it off i heard of this year all right let me it's not working it's not working oh nothing's working today uh, it's Thank google's problem i need permission i gotta anyway oh, forget it. Never that's happened. fine so all right let's get into this other thing because Really what's going on right now is the races and what happens tonight and what and how do the Ottawa Senators and Maple Leafs get in the playoffs tonight? How do the Islanders get eliminated tonight? This is all going to be fun. You're going to be quizzed on it later. Pay attention. Okay. It's, it's really convoluted. It's really convoluted. Um, all right. Here's the clinching elimination scenarios for tonight. Um, now for the Maple Leafs. Let's start there. If Maple Leafs win tonight. They're in. Boom. Doesn't matter if they win in regulation by a shootout. If they if they win on a forfeit, whatever they're they're gonna win. If they win tonight, forfeit, say they're in. All the all the Maple Leafs have to do is win tonight, and they are in. Russ, you you missed it. X says that the Lightning are gonna forfeit to the Leafs. <laughs> the the Maple Leafs are in. All right, any fashion, not a shootout. It doesn't matter. Now, if Toronto loses in a shootout only, only, okay, yeah. if they lose if they lose in a shootout, and the New York Islanders win in a shootout. Or they lose in a shootout and the New York Islanders lose in any fashion. The Leafs are in. So the Leafs can lose in a shootout tonight as long as the Islanders win in a shootout or lose the game. But again, <laughs> that's, again. That's crazy. It's like again, no again. fan follows this. Nobody. Right. They, it's just this, like ridiculous. This, I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing. They're in. Unless there's a, unless there's a collapse of biblical proportions, they're in. Mike, you better tell all the salt you have over your shoulder right now, young man. Mike, I'm going to ask you something hypothetical. I'm the guy who said the Boston Bruins are. It must be nice to beat the Boston Bruins in Game Seven. Do you forget? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You did that on purpose. No, I didn't. I was psyched to see the Bruins going on. Wait, wait, wait. This is going to be. Uh, like, let's make a deal. We still have this chance, Act. Mike, do you want to make the playoffs for the Leafs, or do you want the tenth overall pick in the draft? Which do you want? <laughs> It won't well, be the not gonna get, even if they won the lottery, they wouldn't get the t no. Um, All right, 15th overall. 
I mean, they have a good chance of playing Boston or Ottawa. So, I mean, actually, which the majority do you want? of the, which do you take. No, I'm gonna no. We're, let's say they're not gonna play out. They're gonna play Washington. That's your that's your choice. Okay, you got You got You got the worst I, case scenario. We need to know. Then I still then I still take the lottery. Then you're insane. Okay, so anyway. Yeah. Because because they're going to lose to Washington, Act. They're going to lose uh, to Washington. In five so much experience out of that. We, we've been down this road. Proof of, of the insanity that goes on on this show. Yes, that's just that's insane, Mike. You're really. You're but really, if they play Boston, they play Ottawa. There is redeeming value in making the playoffs and possibly winning a round. If they play Washington, they will get schooled. This is the problem with Leaf fans. I'm going to throw it on the table right now. No, it's reality. It's the, not, the problem is with Leaf fans. It's not okay to just make the playoffs because you don't want to be disappointed by losing in the playoffs. Like, no, it's okay it, to lose in the play. You're okay with making the playoffs as long as you have a chance to win. That's not really how this goes. I mean, it really is. It's a learning experience. And all they're doing if they make the playoffs and lose to Washington and get schooled is, okay, we got schooled by Washington. Now, they won't look at it that way, but the fan point of view is looking at it that way. They want a chance. Looking at it that way. The fans should look at it like they get a chance to see what it's like to play in the playoffs, which is usually important because next year they go to the playoffs and lose in the first round when they don't, and they can, everybody's going to say, well, this is their first time they've been to the playoffs, and they, you know, going to, this, no, their first time being in the playoffs is right now. Anyway, um, that's my opinion on it. We agree to disagree on that one. I will agree to disagree. I will tell you this, too. The entire rest of the world wants to see the Capitals play the Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. Think no, be, no, no they don't. Every, every, the rest of the world, besides Leaf fans, think it would be fun because it would be a great series. Don't you think? I mean, that would if I'm as a, just as a hockey fan, I want to see that series. I want to see the Capitals have to deal with, you know, it's just it's very much like, you know, when years ago when the Oilers made the playoffs the first time, you know, when they first mm-hmm. came, they played the Flyers in that, like, best of – it was first place 16, and they it was the craziness. The Flyers came in first. The Oilers came in 16th. And, yeah, they got they got beaten. But, you know, that that was the Gretz – I mean, that team was eventually going to go on. But you could see that it was – that that they grew out of that series, you know. They were the first – they were the 16th team playing the first team. I mean I, – I, I get I get it. But I'm, t- I'm saying you from the from the Toronto, Toronto perspective, they, you know, the, the, they want to play the opponent that they can beat. I think they can beat – uh, Boston. I think they can beat Ottawa. I don't think they can. But beat here's Boston. the thing. I guess the dance. We're all going to be watching because we want to see if the Capitals can really do it. And that, yeah, and, and I'm sure, be against anybody. And I'm sure the Capital. I'm sure the Capitals would rather play a. They don't want to play Toronto. Yeah, I'm sure the the Capitals would rather play a very injured. Ottawa team. Ottawa team. They probably. I would venture that they might even rather play Boston. I'm. I. I I'm telling you, they don't. No. no one wants to play Toronto. Toronto is playing okay. very, very well right now, and and they are and they are such an unknown that when you have a group of players that have never been in the playoffs before, you don't know what you're getting. They're a really dangerous team in the playoffs. They are a really scary team, and I know no team wants to play Toronto. I that you know. Now I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but no team wants to play them because they're so unknown, and they're so. It's it's just ridiculous. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to the uh, the Ottawa Senators. How will they get in the playoffs? The Ottawa Senators will clinch a playoff spot tonight if the Tampa Bay Lightning lose in any fashion, that's the by via overtime shootout or forfeit, or I mean, and and the Islanders lose in lose any fashion. Okay, overtime shootout or forfeit, or Ottawa gains at least one point. So basically, if Ottawa, <laughs> I love how this is phrased. Let's just say if Ottawa gets a point, they're in. The worst case the worst case scenario for the Maple Leafs tonight is a three point game between the Senators and the Bruins. If that happens, then the chances of Toronto finishing in the wild card spot go up exponentially, and, and they both move ahead. No, I agree. So, but but Otto, I mean, No, that's true, and that is the worst case scenario. Now, 
The Islanders, a lot of Islanders yeah. fans out there. So we want to see what happens here uh, with the Islanders. Um, they'll be eliminated tonight in the following ways. If they lose in any fashion, so the Islanders just have to win. Or if they win in a shootout and Toronto gets at least one point. Or if the Islanders win in regulation or overtime and Toronto wins in any fashion and the Ottawa-Boston game goes to overtime. There you have it. So if that now, is, is Halak in that? In all the scenarios today, by the way. If yeah. the Islanders win in regula- regulation or overtime, but not shootout. And Toronto wins in any fashion, and the Ottawa-Boston game goes to overtime. <laughs> That's clear. Now, is um, is Halak in tonight? I have not heard. Here's the interesting thing. They're 4-0-1 with Halak in there. It took forever, forever for them to call him up, and now he's 4-0-1. Like, I thought they were using Grice. Like, this is the craziness of this organization. They bury Halak. They don't bring him up. They don't bring him up. They don't bring him up. They don't. Then they, they're in trouble because their backup can't play They because they're just not getting any wins. They bring him up. He starts winning. What are they going to do? Yeah. Do we even know what the Islanders are going to do? Do they even know? They're going to go with Grice. No one knows, yeah. No, I, 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 I don't I, – they got to go with Grice in this situation. I mean, this is – I mean – A hugely important game. If they don't go with Grice, you have to question everything. You know, it's like really um, – you know. It really is. I'm huh? still questioning everything now. Someone says, someone told me that they saw on um, on Reddit that they um, that that, that a, a, a Leafs fan like this is just an, an honor of the Leafs fan thing we were just talking about. A Leafs fan thinks the app the actual way the Leafs will get in the playoffs has to be where they lose in a shootout and the Islanders lose in any fashion. That that's how the Leafs sneak into the playoffs. They'd say that they're not. That's the way the Leafs would historically make the playoffs by losing in a shootout and the Islanders <laughs> lose. And Wayne and Wade Dublovitz will somehow. <laughs> Dublovitz, oh man, dooby dooby doo, right? Forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, so we talked about the Predators, St. Louis, Chicago, um, Calgary thing. So that's kind of crazy. That that all will pretty much go down tonight. If if the if the Predators lose in any fashion, and Calgary wins in any fashion, the Predators are facing the Blackhawks. That's the that's the bottom line there. Uh, a little a little more breaking news. Right, um, okay, go ahead. Um, Sportsnet's reporting that Steven Stamkos more, more than likely will not return this season. There you go. So more to, than likely is still wording in there that the, the, the actual wording is probably not. Does anyone make decisions anymore? I mean, <laughs> probably not. I don't know, Mike, I don't know what school you went to. That's not definitive. I'm more than likely to lead dinner this evening. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, just, can someone just say something that's actually happening? Like the well, Olympics. The, are they were more than likely not going to the Olympics. I, I will. I will. Playing. I will interpret for you fellows in terms of this statement. This is Tampa Bay waving the white flag. No, it's not. No, I it's think not. It I think no, it is because no, honestly, that's insane. What do you mean that's waving the white? No, that that's your. No, I'm sorry. That's insane. This is this this lead this Lightning team without Stamkos has proven to be very very good. They don't need. Like I said, if I was them, I wouldn't even bring him back. Because they're, 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 they're on – to maybe play them on the power play in the fourth line, but that's it. I mean, they, if you're going to mess up your lines by putting Stamkos on the top line again or something like that, you're insane. This this Lightning team is playing very, very well. This is going to be a hell of a game tonight. I mean, the last yeah. time two teams played, Tampa, Toronto took them, took them out the task. I mean, Toronto killed them. Give me Steven Stamkos to mess please. I understand. But, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just – I, I need to play – I, I need to play JT Brown or Adam Earn and not play Steven Stamkos. 
Okay. It's not how a locker room works, man. It's the, the, how these teams work. They they don't. The best thing for them to have done would have been to not have no comment on Stamkos at all for the rest of the season and tell the players he wasn't coming back weeks ago. Um, that would have been fine. But you know, this not playing the rest of the season. You know, of course, more than likely not playing the rest of the season. Does that mean playoffs? If if if, if the if the, the if, words are the words are probably not. Probably Those not. aren't definitive words. Um, just so you know. <laughs> They're probably with, not really telling us everything, perhaps. To stick with the we're not definitive, Thomas Grice has not only not been named the starter tonight, doesn't have a good history against Carolina. Yeah, well, neither do, neither do the Islanders in general. So that's like that's not even – No, yeah, but this right. is the thing. Like, if Yarrow Halak starts tonight, this is going to be the craziest story in hockey. It will yeah. be. Yeah. The Islanders, if I'm the Islanders, I'm saying this does not matter who's in our goal tonight. Like, if I'm the Islanders coach, I'm like, who, we're going with Grice because he's the guy who's played – we, we, we've decided was our goalie all year long. And we sent a lock to the minors to ride the buses for a while. And now we're depending on him to, like – this is this is kind of the equivalent to your your man from Finland taking that taking that uh, shot in the shootout, Mike. <laughs> you know, Jokinen taking that shot for the Rangers. Yeah. It's like, you know, you don't have a happy camper there already. Now you're but a lot of the difference – but there is a difference. Halak has led them in the past, and he has been a member of the team for a long time. Jokinen was never a member of the team. That's true. But Halak's also been screwed over by this team quite a bit. I mean, but it doesn't mean he's not liked in the locker room. Like, his teammates like him. Oh, no, they still like him. And I think I just think that – I don't know. I thought he should have given more of a chance here in general. So I, I think this is – if they go, go to him, I'll be really – I will be stunned if they go to him. They've got to but go to him. he has four straight wins. Like, this is – like, again, this is the ultimate question of a coach – you got a guy, the hot hand has four straight wins. Well, got four straight wins, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm go not, with him. You know, what are you going to do? Maybe go with him. Maybe go with him. I mean, really, the bottom line is, if you're Doug Waite, you're saying, if we can't beat the Carolina Hurricanes with either goalie, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, like, All right. Now, I will tell you, this is Roto World, so it's not 100%, but Roto World, and they're using Twitter as a source, they well, say Yaro Halak – they're saying Yarrow Halak is between the pipes tonight. Well, that might happen. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> That's definitive, Act. <laughs> and if that happens, we'll credit Roto World for guessing correctly. Yep. If it doesn't happen, we'll rip them apart for for anyway. Welcome to my world. But it's crazy. Like this is this is really the craziest story of the year. And I can't stress it enough because a team's whole season is now riding on a guy that was in the minors most of the year. Yeah, I can I can uh, I can provide double confirmation here, Russ, because Hydro Sports is reporting that Yaroslav Halak. No, all right, CBS is now reporting it. It's a little better. No, but some this this you've seen this before too. This could be this could be everybody jumping on that it's one. Could be subterfuge by by Doug Wade, but or it could or it could just be just everybody jumping on the Roto World thing. Is that. Happens too. Because, well, if he locks the goalie tonight, then that's. I mean, he has one four in a row. You really can't blame him on that. I'm not. I don't think it's terrible. It's just, I really don't think it's, you know. But I think the better news, the interesting, more interesting is, is this true that Eddie lacks back in that tonight? Wow, that would be. Yeah, that's interesting. If that's the case, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's from Chip Alexander, a former hockey buzz writer, actually. Um, and All right, writing, I'm going to search this. Hold on. We'll, yeah, this is this is Chip 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 tweeting this, um, and Chip really knows what's going on down there. This I would guarantee this is true. Um, I'm gonna get a definite maybe. 
No, another uh, Michael Smith who covers the hurricane says Eddie Lack gets the nod in net. Yep. All right, so this is an Eddie Lack game. So Eddie Lack um, versus a lot. I mean, that's that's great news, obviously. Now here's the thing. Okay, Here, all right. Let's just go back in the wayback machine. If we're talking about the playoffs this whole time. A month ago, would we be talking about this A as a really big game? Right. Eddie Lack against Yarrow Halak. Right. When Cam Ward and Grice are sitting there, not, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's completely absurd. <laughs> this is like this is the, the I have to watch this game now because this is the craziest of all possible outcomes. If you're the Hurricanes, though, what you're doing here is you're getting Eddie Lack, Lack back on the horse, which is a good thing to do. Yeah. That's how you're looking at it. You're looking at it like, you know, you don't want him to go the entire offseason without playing. Um, you know. it's, it's bizarro world. I mean, it's essentially, you know, like a month ago, Eddie Lack was told by his coach to grow a pair. And, yep. you know, and, and Halak was in Britain. Yeah. All, you know, so. You're absolutely right. It's absurd. It is. It's it's crazy. But there we have it. And the, so the Islanders fans, you know, got to be like, oh my gosh, you know, we got Halak in, and now Eddie Lack. Maybe that gives us an advantage. Um, who knows? It's Eddie Lack. You know, how confident will he be in goal after having gone through what he just went through? It. it I'm. That's going to be interesting. That's what I'm saying. There's just so many storylines here. Yeah. For what a crazy game that'll be. Um. So he's back in. He's back in net. There you go. Um. Wow. Um. All right. Let's get anything else we have today, guys. No. Washington. No. Well, actually, actually, yeah, we have to mention, uh, and it's this is really scary because I mean it, this only came out yesterday, and you know our thoughts, you know, we. I'm going to say thoughts and prayers, but really thoughts and prayers are out right now for Kyle Poso. Yeah, we did talk about that. We did talk about that, Mike, what you were going. And I think well, that, that is, it's really horrible, and and, and you know, and, and in in Buffalo where you are, there, I guess, speculation is running rampant, right? I mean, people are. Well, it was reported in the Buffalo News this morning that he is in the neurological unit of, right. of uh, uh, I think it's ECMC, which is Erie County Medical Center. Right. And um, you know, so you can you can just draw your conclusions from that. But they're you know they're obviously keeping the you know they're respecting the family wishes, I would assume. And yeah, he's, I okay. he's okay. Disease, using the word disease makes some people speculate on meningitis. You know, um, but. You know, this could be a lot of different things. It could be yeah. a lot of different things. We just we, we do hope he gets better and really just do. I mean, really, it's just, really got something, and then that's really that's all we got on that. I mean, that's yeah, all anybody got. Um, Elkis well, passed away yesterday too. Yes, yeah, Elkis okay. passed away. Um, I will say this in the best possible terms. I I do I point I pointed out a game where it was I guess in 1983 where he scored a big goal against the Rangers. Him and Bobby Clark. Yeah. To um to beat the Rangers, but he always seemed to score clutch goals. And being on the opposite side of Sinisalo was not a fun place to be because he was a guy who scored a lot of goals. No, he he was one of my favorite players. Um, you know, and only fifty six, which is really sad. Um, fifty eight, fifty eight, okay, fifty eight. Sorry, still sad. Um, and I think that, I mean, my memory of Ilka was really funny. I saw him score his first goal, which he scored on a penalty shot. Uh, which is kind of the rare things that were a rare, rare historical side note of him. I don't think many other players have scored their first NHL goal on a penalty shot. Um, the weird thing about that was not only did he score that goal, not, not only did I see that goal, but that goal, do you remember the year the, um, the NHL, I mean, the NBA, I'm sorry, Major League Baseball had a strike and they split it into two seasons and then you had a playoff? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the second half? All right. Uh, the the Phillies, I think, play the Expos or something like that. In the yeah, it was the first half winner against the second half winner. Right. So the Phillies play the Expos in an afternoon game, 
in game five of that series, but they lost to the Expos, I think it was, which was, I think, yes. move the Expos on to the next round. That happened in the afternoon. I walked across the street to the Spectrum and saw Lucas Inasales score on a penalty I shot. Think the bigger story is you saw a baseball game. I know. I know. But I, I was a baseball player. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, that was, um, so that was, but that was, so those things happened like right across the street from each other, kind of historical, really weird reference point for me. I think you could show my photo now before you do the, uh, draft yeah. lottery. All right, let's see what's going on here. All right, judge your shot. I've been given, oh, yeah. This is, <laughs> no, this is a paparazzi. This is, uh, really, gonna, this is historically inaccurate because there's no way that you're taller than this guy. That's, this is what you're saying right here, huh? Yep. There you have it. Brian Metzer sent that in. It's awesome. Um, Good job, Brian. Thank you. People, people pointed out the historical inaccuracy because A, I'm taller, and B, I generally don't wear suits, and that's true. That's true, too. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. NHL draft lottery time. Get more exciting. I don't know where to go after that. Um, here we go. I know. Seriously. Here we go. Uh, here comes the board. Here it comes. Here we go. We think. Here we go. The draft lottery simulator. Maybe. The winner is the Florida Panthers. Not coached by Tom Rowe. Now have the first pick. In the and the LA Kings. Wow. Kings, that is moving Actually, I, just, I just got a text from Doug McClain. He said he'll trade you for that pick. <laughs> yeah, right. That king, that that king's moving up into the top three for the first time. That's really something because they, they hardly have any odds at all. That's true. Anyway, all right, guys. So tonight is arguably the most um, interesting night of the NHL season tonight because we have so much going on and going down. We'll see how this plays out. You know, whether or not the weekend will have anything to watch or not. I'm going to have Carolina on my mind. Yes, I. I who can? I mean, what games to watch? You've got the Calgary Nashville thing going on. You got the Tampa thing going on. You got. Tampa Toronto thing. You got this Calgary Islanders thing on the Ottawa. There's plenty of plenty of awesome implications tonight. That's two games for me: Ottawa, Boston, and Toronto, Tampa. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna. I, I don't know. I'm real. I really want the Predators to avoid the Blackhawks. So I'm gonna be watching that one. Remember, without the buzz, folks, it's just hockey. We will talk to you tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.